So yeah, that's a classic Anton move. That is. That is one smooth Anton. <laughs> it's a little bit smooth brain, Anton. <laughs> so it's a smooth brain is referring to koalas because yeah. they don't have any. Have you seen a koala brain? I have not seen a koala brain. Oh, so you know how their brain's got lumpy bits in it? Yeah. They don't. They're smooth brain. They're just pure smooth. They have the biggest brain and the the least intelligence. Yeah, it's just smooth. Oh my god, that looks like a weird uncooked turkey. (laughs) Another reason not not to eat eat koalas, but um, yeah, that's that was smooth brain, Anton. So it's like the term is a koala brain is forbidden chicken. <laughs> we need to get you on the forbidden food subreddit. So. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's like a picture of like a hairless cat, and that's also forbidden chicken. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our final episode on Lynn Ramsey Woo. on Popcorn Profile. Uh, this is Sam. I am joined by Becca Woo. and Louise. Hello. And today we are looking at Louise. Louise Ramsey. Lynn Ramsey's um, latest film. Yeah. You were never really here, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, I saw this a couple of years back. Um, on a really bad copy because I was like desperate to see it, but I didn't get the chance to go What's to the cinema. What's a bad copy? Uh, a, to- you, a totally legally, legal free copy. Oh, he's legally doing things. It's on Netflix. Yeah, no, this was two was years ago when it was in the cinema, oh. and then proceeded Wait, so to. So how were you watching it? Why don't I go and watch it in cinema? And then I, I don't know. I just never got the chance. I literally, I watched it the day after it wasn't available in the cinemas because I had chefs at work. Excuses, excuses. But now I bought a Blu-ray copy, and <laughs> of course. yes, I did, and. I remember being really taken away by it. Mm. Taken with it, even. Becca, what did you think? <laughs> I feel like the image of you being taken away by like the yeah. Blu-ray version of this. Yeah. No, what? not even the Blu-ray. The, 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 the legal, yeah. legal copy. Legal copy. He yeah. gets like, sucked up into the computer. Oh my god, into the dark web. It's like all those weird sci-fi ones. Yeah. Or that bit in the Nightmare films. You'll get to them soon. Yeah, I'm actually can't, I'm really looking forward to that. You can't watch the fourth one. That's broke. I like this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like in terms of sort of what's normally within your sort of like wheelhouse of you watching films kind of thing. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I mean... But compared to normal films or other films that you would watch. Yeah. Um, where does it fit in? Th- thank you, Liz. Hi there, I'm your Sam Chandler. <laughs> oh, thank, thanks, I needed that. I, I, like, pretty much almost in the middle maybe like a bit lower because there was that weird uncomfortable thing which is why you really like this film hey, what's the weird uncomfortable thing there's just scenes in it when you don't really know what he's going to do like before you really understand how they're going to show the violence in the film because oh. you know he's a violent person and mm. you don't know if it's going to be on screen or off screen and it does turn out that it's, it's... all pretty much off screen but there's bits earlier on in the film where you're like oh what's he going to yeah. do and you just don't really want to watch it that sort of uncomfortableness no. Yeah, that's to be, to be honest. Those kind of scenes, like, are you, are you just thinking like when he's getting ready for his job, where he's gonna go get Nina, and they kind of zoom in on him picking up the hammer from like the shop, for example. No, because I know he's not gonna do anything violent in a store when he's just shopping for hammers. No, but you know, like it's but, like, like it's not... before things, like when he's in the alley and he's looking up at those kids, and you're like, what's gonna happen? Because you don't have any context. 
Yeah. Just like little things like that. When he goes to the office before he just lounges down and picks up jelly yeah. beans. Like little moments of him connecting with other people. Yeah. And you don't there's, really know what he's thinking or is going to do. Off. And so those ones, it makes you feel like a little on edge because you're not really confident in knowing what he's going to do. Later on, you know he only really attacks or hurts people that he thinks deserves it. Yeah, like like his whole job seems to be that he rescues children that have been kidnapped or gone missing and end up in really dark circumstances. Yeah. I mm-hmm. sort of like child prostitution kind of thing. But but we are also never really given the full details ever. No. And no. and that's definitely a, a Lynn Ramsey classic is sort of show don't tell and also don't really show. Yeah, here's some pieces. Um, here's some pieces figure out what and, you want. And I think with Morvan Caller, it was too much. Yeah, too, and then too I much think, show. I think with We Not Need to Talk to About Kevin, that was just right. Just right, Mom. And then I think with this, for me, it was just not quite enough. In that I felt that individual scenes were sort of quite nice, longer length scenes. But yeah. overall, the film felt quite short. Yeah. Um, well, it might have something to do with the fact that the film is based on a like a short novella that Lynn Ramsey started reading on like a plane ride, loved it, and right. read it within the space of two hours. And then I think she said she was really drawn to the character of Joe and felt like she could run with that as like no. a sort of character study for the whole film. Um, I think in an interview she said she liked the idea of looking at a character whose mind was kind of like broken glass. Right. Yeah. It, it, sorry, carry on. And I think you kind of get that through sort of... I think I remember saying this to Liv when, when I first watched it, where I, I felt like this is some of the best examples of maybe showing intrusive thought on screen because there's just bits where Joe's just sitting in his house and it just flashes to like say an image of like a child's foot moving while it's lying in the sand and you're like, what does that mean? Yeah. Kind of thing. And you just... Or when he gets asked to take a photograph of some tourists and it just sets him, sets him off yeah. for like and a horrible we, flashback. And we don't know... You know, if the encounter with the tourist was fine or not, but we mm. see him after in that sort of broken state, or even just the ending. Um, what? I thought, oh, yeah. I thought that was really in well the done. Diner. Spoilers, yeah. spoilers for in the diner. Um, the visuals are that he shoots himself in the head and he falls down. Yeah. Right, and then and then she just comes back through and is like, oh, and just rubs him on the head, and of course there's no blood, it's fine. Yeah. He just clearly just head planted on the table, which mm-hmm. is sort of we can all feel. Yeah. Um, and and I really loved how that was done, but I absolutely would have loved to have seen more of, of the two of them. Um, well, Nina so and Joe together. Yeah, yeah, I will say that's the one thing I do feel you don't really see much of Nina and Joe's relationship, other than the fact that he sort of buys her like. Like the bit where she kind of hugs him in the car and then she like tries to kiss him. He's like, no, you, you don't need to do that. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Can I leave that there? Even just the way that people sort of just picked her up. Yeah. She she herself was sort of broken. So there was a kind of a kindred yeah. spirit. Well, it's like one thing I... Like this is the third time me watching it. And it was... Oh, wowie. Yeah, something kind of... I, I found it kind of interesting where it was kind of... You hear the... Like the counting at the start. Yeah. And... You kind of hear like Joe, who you I'm gonna assume is his dad, saying like "stand up straight" like in this weird, horrific, like whispered, hushed voice, kind of thing. And then there's the part where Joe's in the lake later on after his mom's died, and you hear him counting, and then it changes to Nina counting, and then yeah. he sees Nina floating away as he's floating away. Yeah. And it's kind of like if he, a if he damns himself, he damns Nina as well. 
I think again coming back to the way that we're shown the information yeah uh, especially the scene where he's you know walking into the lake with with the, the mum tied up and then we cut to this huge sort of slightly um under the skin esque dark yeah. but also well lit under the water yeah that shot was amazing um, and it's only afterwards that he's then taking the stones out of the pocket kind of I as a viewer didn't necessarily clip on that he was going to kill himself I thought it was yeah. a bit more of a spiritual submersion in his emotions right yeah and so then it's like okay you know rather than being shown as he crawls you know putting the rocks in his stones and, and then walking in in the jacket uh, and I think that kind of storytelling technique feels very Lynn Ramsey yeah um and I think one thing with that is that Joe feels like throughout the whole film he's just kind of like at the end of his rope throughout the whole movie like the, one of the first things you see after he's done it like well the first thing you see in the film is him literally finishing off a job and like wiping off a bloody hammer I for the good first ten minutes was convinced he was like a horrible sex pedophile and like kids that was absolutely <laughs> the vibe that I got especially when we had the weird flashbacks and then the asphyxia wanking but then it was like oh no it's like that's a breathing his, mechanism and that's okay. like his coping yeah and so I was like right but I think that's again part of your given pieces and you have to put together put together yeah but they, and then you get the the morning after where he's like helping out his mum though he gets back and his mum's watching Psycho yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot of like teasing of how horrible things are yeah um would have i would have liked a warning that it was more of a horror film but that's fine sam <laughs> you've I, seen the film do you know what i didn't feel like it was a horror I... the, the horrible like murder and the slit throats and the excessive blood i would have liked a warning thank you i'm sorry Louise. <laughs> and you also could have asked well if there's anything in the film i guess i don't know the others the others have not been Okay, they've been but, dark, but they haven't been as like gore, gore over the top. And I mean, it's, it's the the subject so. matter that we didn't know yeah. about, but we can just make a note of it to warn. Yeah, them. for just, next time. Just yeah. if it's again, just if it's like Mandy uh, level. Vampires are okay. Vampires are fine. Vampires are fine. Yeah. Um, see, I don't know. I think that's just why, because because like where he pulled his own tooth out. Yeah, after like, after he got shot I mean, in the face. That's horrifying. Yeah. Anything that's gory or horror or to do with eyes. Yeah. Yeah, eyes in particular. Do you know what? I think I, I just think didn't think of the one because I knew like how how much of a high esteem you hold, Mandy. Yeah, but I really struggled to watch Mandy. Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know that. I was watching it recently with Anton, and I was just like covering my face, and he's like, "But you've seen this film," and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> There is so much. I mean, no, we're not gonna talk about Mandy. Anyway, but, no. But one day, when Panos Cosmatos releases another film, we can yeah. talk about Mandy. Oh, I don't want to watch the Black Rainbow one though. That looks. That it looks, it looks real bad for my brain. That looks too much for me, in terms of like, like it looks nice. It's called Over but... the Black Rainbow. It was the guy's first film, um, and it's like Mandy, but without any of the plot. So it's just all the horrible gore and like nightmares. Weird abstract images. Weird abstract I'm images. Watch the trailer with no audio. Okay. <laughs> live, I like yeah. Fun fact: Panos Cosmatos's dad directed the the, the Western the Tombstone for you two who oh. hate westerns. <laughs> yeah, we, we would never do a western. No. You're banned from westerns. Mm. Oh yeah, I could Chromecast it. Then we'd get the audio. <laughs> oh, no. um, but yeah, I thought this was... I Yeah, I didn't think I would say I liked the film. Yeah. Um, but I was really intrigued. And again, it is really nice to see Lynn Ramsey being given so much creative freedom. Yeah. Um, being encouraged to work with some brilliant actors. Because I really think Joaquin Phoenix 
entirely made this film. Yeah, I think he's the best part of this film. I think this is my favourite performance I've seen yeah. of him. He's got these incredible incredible eyes and really holds the screen in a way that I haven't yeah. seen a lot of actors do. And, and you know, he is also given a space in which he can perform. Um, and so, yeah, it, it. I mean, I can totally, I a thousand percent understand now why he was cast as Joker. Yeah. yeah. Because it when you know, man living alone with his mother, they basically just cut the beard off and it and made him a little bit thin, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, because like that that was the one thing as well from like the rewatching of this is just seeing him go from from you never really hear where he's like he's a he's a he's pretty he's, he's pretty chonk. He's slim thick. Yeah. He was really slim thick. Yeah. But like, <laughs> he's not chonk. He's slim thick. Like com- compared to how skinny was yeah. his um Arthur and oh, Joker. Oh yeah, which horrifyingly bony, and then yeah, he's he he was a big boy. Yeah. But also big, big like boy. <laughs> the, the beard does a lot for your face as yeah. well, and having the hair tied up, he was he was a totally different character. Yeah, you know? and even the way like sort of like Arthur Fleck copes with his troubles in Joker, Joe can uh, treat someone in, like a totally different way, and he's kind of more. Subdued than than Arthur Fleck's character in Joker, yeah. like um, just hell. Even the bits where he's um, it's always kind of when he's on his own. I, just, I remember watching it the first time, squirming when he's like on his bed playing with his knife. You missed that bit. He was like, <clears throat> putting it in his mouth. Well, there was also a bit where he, he was like fake it. dropping it on his foot. And yeah, yeah if, that's. That, if I someone don't like, like that. I don't really showed that. me this film and was like. This is the origin story of Joker. They're going to expand on it in their film. I, I would buy it. I would yeah. Be like, yeah. It was more of a believable lead into Joker than the actual Joker was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's interesting how a lot about the Joker film is I feel like, oh, I would have liked it more if it just didn't have the DC Joker elements in it. Yeah. And that's yeah. essentially what this film I, is. I think the main thing... <clears throat> drags Joker down is the sort of like yeah everything was a hallucination and it's Batman of it yeah. like the, this does yeah. the opposite where it's like no everything he does and sees is real it's and it real. still affects them yeah. yeah um there was a lot of freaky bits um but also yeah really really interesting it was just sort of reminding me I was saying this that it was reminding me of a lot of different films yeah. which sort of can be good and bad but definitely elements of Leon the professional that was my exact thoughts as well you know (coughs) dangerous very dangerous man sort of yeah right yeah I'm okay no I just had a glimmer thoughts okay Um, very dangerous man sort of touched by uh, not in a creepy way emotionally by a young girl and sort of changes their perspective influenced influenced yeah and it it again I, I feel it ended a little short I would have liked to have seen where they where they kind of went with it, yeah. And I guess maybe that's also the point is that oh, you don't you don't get to know, Um, and it's a slice. But yeah, uh, I was I was definitely like had had no clue what was going to happen or where it was going, and that doesn't I don't often get that with films. Yeah, and so that was really refreshing to be like right. Okay, it's and a... he's going, and he's yeah, dead. Yeah, I thought. And, yeah. Oh my god! I thought we were at the end when he was in the lake, and then there was just more. And then film. there was more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, like, um, and another interesting thing with these kind of films, normally, like you, whenever you really hear, like, say, Leon. Leon has like a, a quite a lot, of, quite a few action scenes, like, so, like, well, not loads, but like, there's a few gunfights. Yeah. And things like that. With this, it's kind of like you either see it from a really disconnected point of view, I, when Joe goes to get Security Nina, you see cameras. It, the, the cameras, but also the music. The music that it wasn't one piece it kept yeah. cutting yeah. between we heard it louder as we were closer to nina with the cameras yeah. but also 
it it wasn't chronological. It jumped back and it skipped little bits. So it wasn't like perfectly all timed up. It was sort of jumping. And so you weren't actually, even though we're watching him through the cameras, sure where he was yeah. like in time or space. And and again, that sort of disorientates you. Yeah, you're kind of like, what, what's going on here? Is he okay? And then you have the sort of thing of at the end when he goes to get Nina at the governor's mansion. Yeah. And then it's just showing like different scenes of the house and it just shows Joe walking away from someone that he's already clearly mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> attacked. And then you kind of have that scene where he gets there and then, sorry, dead Nina's killed him. There's spoilers. Yeah. I suppose we probably should have done a basic synopsis at the start. But... No, we decided to stop I mean, doing that because you went on like a 40-minute yeah, yeah, tangent with them. That's rule yeah. number one, talking about films. You don't... Okay. Don't do a side up. No worries. Yeah. No worries. People can do that for themselves. Or watch the films. It's on Netflix. Mm. Yeah. As of Apparently. this moment. Would highly recommend. We are three thirty-two on a Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know which Tuesday. <laughs> a Tuesday and tenth August. A Salem. Oh god. Yeah. Oh god. Animal Crossing. It's <coughs> the only way I can tell time anymore, and I don't even use that. <laughs> I use it for days, and I can only relate mm. it to whether or not it's Saturday or Sunday. Oh, is that when the mm. people come up? That's when KK and Turnip Lady show up yeah. every other day of the week. It's random. <sighs> well, today is Gulliver Day. What do you guys think of the score? Like, kind of the soundtracky of the film? Ooh. <laughs> um, you had said the soundtrack was done by somebody else. John, um, no, Johnny the, Greenwood. The same person who done Call Me Kevin. Same person. Call Me Kevin. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was interesting because I, it's, it's again, it's such a kind of film that you would like with there's real music interspliced that's well, like Sam Sam's film is like mm, yeah. put indie music in there's there there's sort of well, weird you know, sounding music that's really cool and chill to listen to well, Sam, Sam's got the record you know Here, Sam I, slaps the car I, you can fit so much indie music you know in this film baby slaps with Ramsey's filmography yeah. you can fit so much indie music in this yeah, bar exactly. have you heard the soundtrack from Marvin Keller it's, I find it quite funny though because I do feel like with Morvan Keller it's like oh, I think no. it was just kind of what Lynn Ramsey was listening to at the time with this it's clearly like she got Johnny Greenwood yeah. to do the score for it yeah like it was um, done properly yeah oh, sorry who <laughs> said that oh, oh, the ghost of music <laughs> the well, ghost I, of Lynn I don't know I feel like the idea of like <laughs> having so, like, selected music for, for Morvan Keller was kind of like the idea that it was the mixtape that her, her and her boyfriend shared Kind of thing, Look, so that kind of fits thematically. We're, not, we're but not it doesn't engage make us in, like in Marvin Caller talk anymore. No, but I'm I'm trying to lead it into you were never really here. So like, whereas like you were never really here, I feel like the score. I I really like the score for it because I feel like it really drove the movie. I can't remember the the score. Really, like it wasn't particularly notable to me, but I think I do remember the sort of haunting shots more. Yeah. Um. But also, I think that's the main thing about Ratcatcher. Is Ratcatcher is really quiet. Overall. Yeah. But again, Lynn Ramsey plays a lot with extreme sound and quiet. I think there was lots of bits with this one. You were never really here that were actually quite sort of busy loud, mm-hmm. not like dramatic loud, and it, and it sort of filled the sound, and I quite like that. Well, yeah, there was like a lot of those sort of like thudding and like clanking sounds that were kind of rhythmic. Like, were the part of the... the cars and the train and the transport yeah. and yeah. life and and. You know, that's a conscious choice to do that, and I I always prefer yeah. that. Like when he's gone away from the lake, and it's just the gravelly sounds of him walking. Yeah. Yeah. That well, kind of isolated silence there. Yeah, well, it's like one thing I kind of noticed, which was whenever Joe was kind of out and about and in public with other people, it was like almost audio overload, yeah. as if it was kind of maybe represent that Joe can't really take it, and as soon as he's inside by himself, it's pure silence, and he's kind of he looks a lot more comfortable. Well, you know, the sort of 
the, the and then again when he goes home and the the mum's watching really weird stuff on the TV and we don't get to see it we just hear the weird stuff yeah. sort of helps sort of unsettle you and yeah make that kind of soundscape and and I always appreciate a, a well made soundscape. Mm-hmm. Well, like um, yeah, Becca, how would you say in terms of Lynn Ram- now that we finished Lynn Ramsey's uh-huh. filmography, how would you rate where about would you rate this film Rim in Lindsay. Marvin Keller was the worst. Okay. Thousand percent. I I liked it the least. Okay. Other people are welcome to like it more. Yeah. <laughs> um and then it was Ratcatcher because it was a really nice film but it just didn't capture my attention. It didn't rat capture your attention. It didn't catch my rat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I've seen Kevin before. But I, I think this one might be like slightly winning over Kevin. Yeah. Mm. Just I wouldn't have thought that from you. Well I don't know, I think it's the the sort of they have similar storytelling of there's like things in the past and things now and we're going to the yeah. wars of the future. And I feel like this one was just is easier to watch. So you have similar vibes. I enjoyed them a similar amount, but this one is a lot easier of a watch for me. Oh yeah. So I think it wins out in that I wouldn't mind putting this on and having it playing while I'm watching stuff. Or not watching stuff, like doing other stuff. But I wouldn't really put Kevin on for casual watching. No, no. No, neither would I. But, um... So, out of five? I don't rate them like that. No, 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 no. Is in what spaces do you put them giving a gap of one? If you want to put some higher than others, I don't understand what you mean. So yeah, say Morgan Cal is really bad. You put that below. There's nothing at four, and then you do three, two, one. I mean, that's what I just done. The suit. Okay, so it was you like think Morgan Cal like much and, different. Ratcatcher and then okay. Kevin. In this one, because it's got a really long tail, and I can't bother saying it. Are like kinda equal, but okay. this one wins out slightly because I feel like I can watch it more. Okay. And so therefore, I enjoyed it more. Nice. Yeah. Louise? Oh, yeah. Um, I really didn't enjoy Marvin Keller, and it's a lot of the things of why I hate films. <laughs> so that's why that one's <laughs> there. Um, uh, uh, I'm just not. I'm not as smitten about. We need to. We need to call Kevin. Um, we need to call Kevin. <laughs> um, just because I think, I think there's a lot going on, and though I do quite like it, um not fully my jam also yeah. also a little too unsettling for me again i yeah. just don't enjoy the horrors and the spookums yeah. just not my jam and um, you know in the same way that i can't really explain why i like and continue to watch musicals you know it's just <laughs> it's, it's just fun mate they're happy they're the good place anyway <laughs> watch the good place on that like no <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah i would say then then third is kevin I would say this one is second. I do agree with you that I think it's a bit better. It's an easier watch. Um, but also, I wouldn't usually say that I liked the experience of watching it. Again, because it's unsettling. Yeah, and there's, un- you know, there's a lot of tough scenes in this. I think it was executed brilliantly. Yeah. I think for my actual tastes in filmmaking, I wouldn't... If you were like, let's watch it again, I would have to say no. Yeah. I, I don't want to watch either of those films again. Yeah. Um... And then, yeah, Ratcatcher, stunning, haunting, beautiful, really interesting slice of a really interesting time in an interesting location. The the colouring is beautiful. 
it's it's sort of relevant on a personal level as well as just really interesting bits i loved it 10 yeah. out of 10 10 out of 10 the yeah. others it's it's interesting that the other for you are like in the order she made them except yeah. for rat catcher yeah that's yeah i definitely think she has gotten better I think she's, or, you know, given a better budget and better people, but she has definitely honed the craft over mm. the years, and that's, like, really wonderful to see. Yeah, well, one thing I do really find quite interesting with Lan... Ra- Lamsey? Landcatcher. Landcatcher. Ran Lamsey. Ran Lamsey. Hi there, folks. Is you out here shooting things, Ran Lamsey? No, I ain't making no films. Are you playing around with Catboy? I'm not playing around with Catboy. I'm making a film about horror stuff again. Well, it's funny you're doing the southern accent because she was actually... Um, she was actually from the side. No, she, she was, was in she, True Blood. <laughs> she was actually going to direct uh, a Western Jane Got a Gun. Oh, no. But uh. she walked from it because she wasn't allowed to do specifically what she wanted to do because oh. the studio was like not budging. She, she was like, I'm out of here. Because oh, the yeah. studio was like, let's make a Western. And she was like, oh, fuck, they're awful. To, to be honest, she's actually expressed interest in doing uh, Blood Meridian, which is a yeah, really, really dark that's Western. That's a messed up book, man. And I. Especially for proper sci-fi though what Blood Meridian yeah right no Blood Meridian's are like a western oh, like right, straight up western right. slash horror, horror book I would oh, I, I would not horror. recommend that to you in the slightest no, it's, my sister was like this is a really good book that I like and I like looked up the synopsis and I was like hmm no thank you 20 people get murdered essentially more than 20 there's like hundreds of people get murdered plus one of the members of the posse may or may not be the reincarnation of Satan see that's where I meant by sci-fi but I guess it's more fantasy than anything yeah I get I know that I get them confused. But mm. They are often the same. Yeah, but like she's like she said in an interview that she might express interest in doing mm. doing that. But like people have been trying to make this film for years and they just can't because there's a lot of messed up there's stuff. There's a lot going on in there. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta leave books as books. She does a lot of adaptations. It, yeah. it's interesting well I it's funny because your favorite is the only one that's not an adaptation. I, yeah, I wouldn't the, watching the others doesn't make me want to go and read the books in the same way that like other adaptations that I have watched have made yeah. me um, well, the funny thing is I didn't want to really read like like I, well, I yeah, but you did though just for the just to compare for the podcast that's literally the only I reason write, I read it I write look we gotta go back and like why do you why do you make yourself do things that you hate that's the, the ongoing theme here one day we'll figure out but like I feel like this is the kind of thing where why certain people want to watch a horror movie where it's kind of like they want that edge of your seat kind of suspense kind of thing no people find the horror films as like safe spaces that they can be afraid but it's safe because it's yeah, not real it's contained yeah but you could get that with these films as well it's just kind of you can get that with musicals okay you can be happy <laughs> and there's songs and everything's fine it's a safe space to be happy yeah we're gonna make you watch musicals yeah we, we have we're gonna sit you and Anton down and we're gonna make you watch Sweeney Todd and I feel like me and Ooh. Anton are just gonna sit there and be like It'll be like, when you know the... And they'll just go into sound music. It'll be brilliant. Yeah, because Sweeney Todd's one we're unlikely to do on the podcast anyway, so... Mm. Is it? Can we? Well, it's Burton. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. So, so when... unless we want to do Burton, yeah, but do I feel Burton. like Burton's done do enough. Shining. Well, we could kind of do, like, Burton stuff that's not... We could, we, <laughs> we, could do, we could do Burton stuff that doesn't get as much sort of attention. There's none. As... Um, there's, well, like, Big Fish. Well, Sleepy Hollow. In Sleepy Hollow. Because nobody's seen that one, except for, like, us. What about Ed Wood? I don't know. I don't know about Ed Wood. Is he your friend? 
<laughs> no, Ed, Ed Wood's like, uh, I think it's one of the first films Tim Burton ever did with Johnny Depp, where he plays Ed Johnny Wood, Depp. who was a real-life real director who made one of the worst movies ever. Ooh, it does sound intriguing. <laughs> Ed Wood, my friend. <laughs> Is he your friend really got me? <laughs> it was so sincere. I've never heard you make a joke like that legit before. Usually you have like some sort of meme lord edge to it, but no, no. it's just like, no. so like a mum be like, oh. Oh, is that your yeah, friend? Yeah, it's the musicals. They make me wholesome and happy. Oh, like, like <laughs> you friend? sound like an old mum being like, oh, you talk about this Mr. Rogers a lot. Yeah, Steve Rogers, is he your friend? Uh, yeah, yeah, who is Bob Ross? Who's Robert? Can you bring him over? <laughs> that sounds nice. nice. It's like your friend Robert over for, for tea. I hear he's into painting. Oh, I'll have him assess Bobby B mind. turns up anyway. <laughs> And they're like, oh, no. Oh, so you, you know about all the subreddits getting hacked, right? No. So, a bunch of pro-Trump stuff was on a bunch of different subreddits, one including Free Folk. They oh were boy. able to basically dismantle the mod structure and do a bunch of posts and change banners and stuff. But one yeah. thing they did not account for on the Free Folk subreddit is the automatic bot Bobby B. That if you ask <laughs> Bobby B questions, he just spouts in full caps quotes from Robert Baratheon. Um, oh, and all, like, yeah. the whole from High Garden, <laughs> just whatever. So during all of this horrible breaking down and a lot of you know very particular political views there's also bobby b <laughs> you know poison her i don't care ned kill her you know like just also in the comments because they couldn't turn it off and that's like that's the that's all i need Bobby B as much of a hero in death as he was in life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I want to eat that f boar, you know, like just always nonsense. That's fun. It's really good. Oh. But yeah, anyway, back to Lynn Ramsey's filmography. Yeah, well, what do you rate Yeah, where do you rate them? And if you put Morvan Keller even more than like second, they'll rip your eyes out. Don't worry. By more than second, you mean second last or second best? Best. Okay. Oh, don't worry, it's not second best. But I think you'll be upset that I've. Yeah, I know. Was that you? That was my ankle. We match. His, his was <laughs> more, way more of a yeah. concern. Hey, you, you want concern? Here's my left hand. Yes. That means you've got a bad jerking off technique. Oh, well, shit. That's, why are you, uh, why that... are you moving your knuckles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's... <laughs> Scrunching. Like that. Red. Oh, you're playing the piano <laughs> on the side of your dick. I do the Wayne's World transition. Where does your dick fade away to then? Because that's what happens when they do that transition in Wayne's World. The scene changes. It fades into my boxer shorts. I haven't seen Wayne's World. It's like they do weird endings and they do like a Scooby-Doo one where they unmask people and then they do one where they fail and then they're like, you know what, we're going to do the happy ending and each one there's like that music cue to change the scene. And it's just literally when Garth's down there and then they just transition to the side. Um, but yeah, no, I think fourth, and it's only just fourth, is Ratcatcher for me personally. But no, I rate all of Ramsey's films really high. How could you? Her original work as well, not even supporting women in this industry. Anyway. <laughs> well, other than the fact that I loved all of her movies, and they're really high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you can't argue with me. I love women. <laughs> I look, I'm a man and I love women. My girlfriend, how can I hate women? Here's my girlfriend's one. my dick one. makes when I <laughs> yeah, think yeah. about women. I'm a man, now here's my opinion about women. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being a yeah. dick. 
Think about me. I'm being a man. Think <laughs> about musicals again. You being a literal penis. <laughs> but anyway, I really like when we go and then the singing gets louder. And <laughs> whiskers on kittens. <laughs> Yeah, so Ratcatcher only very slightly beat up by Morvan Keller because I feel like I got quite a lot out of that film wow. for me personally. How? Okay, sorry. I'm not we went over this okay. in another podcast. <laughs> and then se- at second, to us, you could probably change these out on a day, but second right now is You Were Never Really Here, and then the first one is just We Need to Talk About Kevin. Because I just. I'm, the, sorry, like, I keep going for Call Me Kevin, and that's a YouTuber, <laughs> not a film. <laughs> I, I don't know why I immediately thought call me by your name when you were saying it I don't know, that, that's come up you both call me yeah, yeah call, call me something yeah um, call me by your name call me Kevin we yeah. need to have a talk about Kevin Wait, is, guys this is getting confusing <laughs> <laughs> there's too much content here yeah so call, yeah. Me, call me by your Kevin name <laughs> call me by your Kevin name right call me what, oh, Mine's I'm Big Kev. My Kevin name is Big Kev. Yeah, what's what, your What's your Kevin name? Uh, my My Kevin name is Little Kev. <laughs> Becca. Actually, no. Becca's gotta be Little Kev. So then, who are you? You're Big Kev. Are, are you gonna be Sad Kev? I'm gonna be Sad Kev. <laughs> so Sad Kev. Now that we've yeah. finished all of Lynn Ramsey's mm. filmography, how do you feel? Because seeing Lynn Ramsey was your pick. Yeah. Um. I'm yeah. disheartened. I keep forgetting it's your pick. I keep thinking it's the uncomfortable one's pick. Yeah. Well, look at how happy he is right now. <laughs> But, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I had only seen Ratcatcher. Oh, and then I think I had seen yeah. We got Kevin at that point. We got required like, to sure, watch Kevin more. for for a we degree. Did, yeah, we did get required. That sick yeah. degree that we both had. <laughs> so sick. Degreed um, boys. Degreed boys. But yeah. Um, oh, I have to show you. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Mine's um, is in a box. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I was like intrigued, uh, and especially, you know, Scottish woman director, um, things that I aspire to and will never be, you know, so I, I feel I should understand and learn and know more, and I do. Um, and like, if it was like, you know, her new film, and it wasn't like advertised as a Western, I'd watch it. Mm. I really would, just, just because her name's attached to it. Um, and I'm glad I've seen the other ones, but wish I could unsee Morvan Keller. <laughs> just reverse engineer it somehow. Like, just smash my head against the table. That would be better than remembering that film. I just think that... And then I'll come up and pat your head and be like, time to wake up, Joe. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll just explode. <laughs> yeah, so... Becca? How, how's your thoughts? Yeah, what's the... You've got to give a question there. <laughs> what? Becca? Yeah. Yeah. Your turn. Your turn. On you go. You, yeah. you go. Perform, monkey. Perform. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> okay. How do you feel with Lanzi's filmography as a whole? Lanzi. Lanzi. Lanzi's filmography as a whole. Land Ramsey. Land You as you as Lil Kev. What do you think of? <laughs> Me as Lil Red Lanzi's dog. <laughs> my lol opinion about Lanzi. <laughs> <laughs> League of Legends opinion. 
because I need, um, what what's the word? A lot of like things going on. Yeah. Stimulus. You, Stimulus. Yeah, yeah. Like your favorite films are sort of high action, lot yeah. going on, um, and I think just well, slow shots, though you get them, aren't full of your jam. Um, there's some slower ones that like really captivate me, and I really like. Like I kept thinking of The Shape of Water during You Were Never Really Here, and I. Uh, I wouldn't call Shape of Water a slow film. Though. I don't know why. I mean, slower in terms of everything else I like. I guess You Were Never Really Here does have a bit underwater. Yeah, that that was me thinking because I thought it was the end, and I'm like, no way are two films in the same year going to end with a yeah, no. main character drowning at the end. She doesn't drown. She becomes a sea monster. Yes, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I mean it's so clear though it's not gonna end with like Fishman eating her and that's it might, it might end with Michael Shannon eating Fishman with Michael Sheen turning up <laughs> you know I'm the same height as Michael Sheen are you? oh yeah. we can get into this whole height thing sorry we'll talk it's a whole other thing we'll talk about it later um, I'm really glad you picked it because mm. I do think we, we need more than just white men making films yeah I agree or straight white men making films because they just have this particular way of like doing films that's just getting a bit tiresome at the moment. I was talking about stuff with Anton and he was talking about yeah there's this guy director who he's really interested in who's like yeah I would never write a story with a person of colour or a woman because I don't know their experience and I'd worry I'd get it wrong. Mm -hmm. And so they've like then cut out a whole section of culture, a whole section of people, a whole section of opportunities just because Mm -hmm. they're worried they might mess up and, and not then have an opportunity to learn um, and yeah, we. I want to watch more. I want to yeah. see what's out there. I want to know more. Like and, as and bad as Marvin Caller was, star. it would have been so much worse if it was not done by a woman. Yeah. Because at, at least. Well, Ramsey wrote the screenplay. Was, was yeah, the there there was some Batman. sort of delicateness to it. Not all the time. There there was sort of like times you could tell there was more of a studio influence yeah. in it, and that's why it didn't really necessarily feel like her. And she was probably quite constricted with having to stick to what happened in the book or that but yeah I did like them and I don't regret watching all of them but that's only because I still regret being made to watch Dragged Across Concrete <laughs> I'm just, yeah I'm glad I never will watch yeah be that. so glad it was horrendous it's like the epitome of straight white male films Sam, is a straight white male? Do you want to? <laughs> so, That's true. He is all of them things. Yeah, he's a he's our representative. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Bruce? <laughs> Sam's actually our diversity box tick. <laughs> so, I would say out of everyone we've covered, Ramsey's my favorite director. I I prefer literally all of her films above everything else we've covered. Even your own picks? Yes, yeah. even my own picks. Wow. Well, like, well, here's the thing. I just kind of wanted to pick Sorry, Zeller because his... <laughs> I wanted to pick S. Craig Zeller just because his films were kind of not as big in the mainstream. And I, I really liked Blue Tom Hawk and I liked I liked uh, Brawl and Sandbook 99. I'm not including Dragon Cross Concrete in this because I... Again, if I had watched it before I picked him as a director, I wouldn't have picked him. I, I think a lesson we've learned is that people should have watched... The majority of the films by the yeah. director before we go into it. Be fair, technically, I had watched two thirds <laughs> of his movies. Hence, why my next suggestion: I've seen all of the films and just want yeah. to watch them again. Yeah, <laughs> and the same as well. Um, seen like all but one of mine. Mm. But yeah, no, I feel like Ramsey. Ramsey. She, yeah, I feel like she has this very specific. Like nobody makes films like she does, like at all. And I like I I really like the way she, that, and it does seem to be a, a 
constant theme in all their films, which he kind of explores people dealing with different kinds of trauma. Uh, if you look at James and Ratcatcher dealing with the death of a friend and he doesn't know how to, you know... Yeah. It's, it's nice to see her actually dealing with the topics rather than I think some films can yeah. kind of sweep it away a little bit and in the way that Joker ends yeah. up coming off as just not taking it seriously at all mm-hmm. yeah. you know even though there are moments of Joker which are beautiful and the score is haunting and do you know what I mean there's 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 sort of a confusion of what Joker is going for when is again uh, you know much better screenplay much kind of tighter story same Joaquin Phoenix you know and and we all kind of agree hits the nail on the head of of an idea that was sort of aimed at yeah. um, and that's really nice to see because I think as well we need to understand more as a society about mental health and trauma and and the difficulties that a lot of people face that a lot of people just don't know about um, so yeah it was it, it's sort of nice to see but also I, I would disagree with you in terms of she makes films like nobody else um is there are huge sort of French new wave influences in the sort of long oh, no. ennui and but but it's it's the way that she picks the bits yes, from elsewhere. I mean I mean it's it specifically cherry picking um the like, best elements of different cinema to sort of make this brilliant style that she has. Yeah, I feel like like you know, I feel like anyone, unless you were like one of the original people when film first became a thing, but even then they would have maybe in like influenced by literacy hey, look, and stuff like that. Nobody else has made a film like Metropolis, all right, and that was like seventy eight. That was sorry, not seventy eight, nineteen twenty seven. Twenty eight, um, and they lost half of it. <laughs> so you know, yeah, like Metropolis is great, lads. Everyone should go watch Metropolis. <laughs> But like, um, I do feel like with R- Ramsey and like you know a lot of modern filmmakers in general, there is a, like an influence of styles, and I feel like, like just in general, like I feel like all all art is created within the context uh, that it resides in. Therefore, yeah, you cannot exactly. create anything within a vacuum, and and the minute that it is in contact with an audience, it suddenly becomes a piece of media which is then a part of the larger scope of media. Yeah. Um, and so yes. It was kind of like when when the reviews for You Never Really Here came out. A lot of they made a lot of comparisons to Taxi Driver, which oh God, I, I don't like Taxi Driver. That's, I didn't really see it that much with Taxi Driver. Like I feel like I feel like um, with when You Never Really Here it was kind of like Joe's sort of like with Joe and Nina. It felt like more they were like kindred spirits. Yeah, they had both suffered. Subtle. It's a lot more subtle because I feel Taxi Driver is just that nothing's happening. <laughs> when is this? There is a lot happening, but we're not necessarily being showed it. You know, we're sort of being told it in little bits, and in him yeah. trying to calm himself, you know, that is that something is making him anxious rather than like, yeah. he's worried. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's so unstable, he gave himself a mohawk. Yeah, woohoo. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Whereas, like, with Joe, you get you get the idea of his job where he's very planned and articulate. Like, even to the point where, like, he buys different tools for every job and even yeah, buys, like, a, yeah. like the, the little touch, like, he just buys two cans of soda for when he rescues Nina just so she has something to drink when she's out of there yeah, yeah. like just little things like that um, and and those are details which are always really nice to see in film but as well you know you gotta remember I was this one an indie film I don't think so it was I think Studio Canal did the money it was Amazon yeah. Studios actually that put the money they, up for they, it yeah they did both so so probably had a really decent budget but again not fully mainstream 
Um, yeah. and, and so that allows the film to do much more than the general amount of films that I know at least you two both do sort of consume because it was definitely a time where lots of cinema, lots yeah. of films. And so you then start to get a very good sense of the mainstream style. Mm. So I think then when we start doing these weirder ones yeah. when is a lot of the films i watch end up being these weirder ones so then uh, they all start looking a bit the same in a kind of negative way yeah but yeah overall i'm glad we did it yeah me too i'm, I'm glad you picked lynn don't Ramsey. ever bring up morgan Caller ever again That's yeah fine. it's in the shame box along with drag across concrete yeah yeah no worries well there we go guys that's and just done with lynn Ramsey. 2019 <laughs> i was going to say it's mad that I, after all this yeah we still found two that are worse than stepford waves that one was still pretty bad. Yeah, Stepford Wives is at least a film. <laughs> yeah. I remember you specifically kind of... Because me and Louise were like, no, with Stepford Wives, but you were kind of I still... enjoyed it. Yeah, you got, yeah, you got fun you out of it. Yeah, but you also can enjoy trash. I, I, I just can't. I love Tremors. Oh, Tremors, <laughs> Tremors is I can talk to you. Anton talking love... about five-headed shark. Oh, me and Anton spent like 30 minutes just watching shark trailers. Yeah, Anton was telling me that oh. you guys... Did you guys sit on Shark Exorcists? Oh, no, no, God. we we were because they were doing close stuff. So me yeah. and Anton were just through here, so we're going through weird films on Amazon Prime because I was like, look at all went... these weird horror films. Then we filmed all the shark ones, and so we just kept watching trailers for like weird mega shark versus mecha shark. I disapprove. Whole the only one we've got that I added to my list is not shark related. I don't know why it came up, but it's a film called Killer Sofa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he told me about this. It was. It looked insane. Like you'd think it'd be weird and CG and match all the shark films, but it actually had like a practical sofa. It was like a dude in the suit. Like, and at one point the sofa like stands up, and we're, I was like, I need to watch this. I'm super down for this. So some, this ends up being like a movie night type deal. Yeah, I, we can watch Killer Sofa. We'll Yay! Take my own eyes out. Louise <laughs> isn't in, invited. Uh, well, Louise is like metaphorically invited to all the to all the ones but we never expect her to show up just don't have a flag go over to him we never decided a location how dare you uninvite me from my own do you want me to invite you to all of our horror movie nights no just go and do them somewhere else that's not here I literally never stated the location we just said we'd watch it there was never a location yeah location was not disclosed we can invite you to all the weird horror ones you already get tired enough of me being like, hey, we're planning this thing, and you're like, no. Yeah. So, folks. Killer sofa. <laughs> killer sofa. You squished our sofa. It nearly became the killer sofa. Yeah, Still I got, think like, that it hates you. Damaged bits on it. Like, the bottom cushion slide out a bit, and that's fair, but you managed to, like, squish down the top, top, the top one. Bit. Sorry, lads, I'm too much of a chunky boy. <laughs> that, no, it's called being unable to sit on the sofa like a regular person. The back cushion is for your back, not for your ass. Oh, I'm sorry. Can we put that? Can we get that as a cross stitch sign? <laughs> the back sofa is for your back, not your ass. Not your yeah, and we'll just hand it to him every time he comes in to remind him. And I'll be like, okay. So, what we're doing next time? Yeah, you didn't tell us because you wanted it to be a surprise. Well, it's undecided because I thought we'd decided to do Anton's ones next, and then you yeah, guys that's that. I, I agreed. I agreed with you. I agreed yeah. with you yesterday. Okay, but then you brought up the Halloween stuff. Yeah, more, I think we could have a logistical thing because two way break of, because of months. I think we could have a two two length so break I, before we do in our rotation. So do so do Anton's and then do Dracula. Yeah, Dracula. Well, we don't want a Halloween special. Halloween special. Yeah, you yeah. need to bleep yourself saying that name. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to. Yeah, spoil. Don't even say a word. 
Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll record Ash meowing and then use that. Meow, then meow. Because because I think Halloween specials are fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's also going to take a bit of putting together and we might not be able to do it yet if we Yeah, can. we'll have to locate all of them. So, so and if yeah. some of them are on streaming sites, yeah, we'll we have to like... We don't want to say. Um, I had suggested for some of the older ones, because they're probably shorter, we could maybe get through a couple. Yeah. So if we did, oh, that nice. would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I might have some of them now. We definitely got a few. Yeah. And then somewhere, yeah. Well, we'll have a look. What's next? So, wait, so, hang on, are we doing Antons or are we doing... Antons! Right, so we're going to have our very, our very good friend Anton coming on. Yay, I get Woo! to leave. <laughs> Louise gets a break Yay. from our nonsense. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and we get to look at the films of one Mr. Wes Craven, of which I have never seen a single film. I'm shocked. Wow, by that. yeah, I've yeah. even is water dripping. Yeah. I don't like. Well, it. Like I would like I'm. I've never seen a. I no, I think I have even seen it. Wes Craven. I've probably seen. You've more. at least seen like bits when I've, I've definitely seen through them. a single. I have seen Wes Craven have a cameo in the Jane Silent Bob movie. That's all I have seen Wes Craven in. Wowie. It's like yeah. all the Scream films, the Nightmare films. I've I've seen I've seen the Nightmare. Yeah, no reason for him. One. Last um, House on the Left. Do you know what? Wait, do you like the, the, the remake of Last House on the Left or the oh, original the that's kind of meant to be thing. really horrifying? The, the, I'm pretty sure it'll be the original. Oh my yeah. god, I have actually seen Vampire in Brooklyn and it is the worst <laughs> fucking film. Wait, is that the one with Nicolas Cage? No. No, Shadow of a Vampire is one with Willem Dafoe, though. Oh. I have that uh, one. Uh, uh, yeah, this is a very different cast. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. I think I've seen that and I think I enjoyed it because I was like eight uh, when I watched it. There you oh go. Oh god, <clears throat> you were eight when you watched it? One Wes Craven. Um, but what about Case Busters though? <laughs> so, Case Busters. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen Elm Street. Uh, and that's it. So, yeah, because I'm kind of almost with Louise on the horror front. I'm not... You're, the, you the, are absolutely not. You enjoy No, but I mean like the classic style. And, and you're mad and I don't understand I, it. Let's try and understand what he means first no, before I mean, you I mean, shut him down. I mean like the sort of classic ones like seeing that your Nightmares on Elm Street, your Friday the 13th. Any you, of the DVDs that are sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're kind of like, ho, ho, like the ones I always think of when people say to me horror films, I think of those and I think of stuff like Paranormal Activity and Insidious and they just Activity. weren't really my bag. They just weren't my bag. I've never once thought of paranormal activity when someone's yeah. like mentioned a horror. Yeah, I think it's just because. The Conjuring again, that similar thing. I was I was very of terrified. Like, when you think horror movies, those are a film I think about that okay. you wouldn't bring yeah, up. Yeah, like that's what I think about as well. It's that that no, kind like, of I thing. I might bring up them. It's just paranormal activity. It's just. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same with um. The ghost in the forest and it's all found footage. Oh, Blair Witch. Yeah. I was going to go for Slenderman. I was like, that won't be it. <laughs> no, yeah. That, that's also like, so, just films I wouldn't watch. But like, um, I kind of got turned more on, I kind of got turned on more of the classic horror stuff when I watched the thing and I was like, okay, no, I could get behind this potentially. Have you seen any of the Friday films? Nope. Friday. Have you seen any of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films? Friday. No. I do actually And you've not seen any Nightmare? I the first one. No. I have the first one. I'd watch the first one. Um, you've not seen any of the Chucky films? Nope. Have you seen Hellraisers? Nope. You can't be like I. I want to. I'd be interested in watching classic horror, and I like classic horror. And yeah. then just no, I didn't say. I didn't say I like classic horror. I said I watched the thing, and I was like, this looks like it could be up my alley. And then you just never did. Have you seen The Shining? Yes. Okay, because again, the the thing and The Shining are very different films to like the kind of eight by classic. You mean eighties yeah. when it's yeah. the thing is like 
sixties, yeah. right? No, the, no, the thing, the thing's eighties. Oh, John Carpenter. Okay. But also like very different budgets. Yeah. Very different teams. You've seen the first Halloween. Seen the first thirty minutes and then people wanted to turn it off and I was like, I kinda wanted to keep watching well, this. Yeah, that's because it was John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, your friend, John Carpenter. He didn't like it. He wanted to turn it off. <laughs> John wasn't fussy, he was too shy about showing people his work. Yeah, so you you definitely probably enjoy the first Halloween same. It's yeah. just Halloween. It's, it's just it's like Halloween. it's like that film, right? Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Yeah. It's just the same, but pre. It's the same, the but film. people instead of stop motion. Oh my god! Yeah. Das ist Halloween. And then this is Halloween. Is the sequel? Das ist Halloween. So you have to set up Halloween in the first one, then remind you what Halloween is. Oh, mate! In case you forgot. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just Samhain is the third one because they want to get all pagan. <laughs> No, then it's Halloween 2, which is a weird one where what? all the How kids get the masks. How can the third one be Halloween 2? Because numbers don't matter. Oh, God, my numbers we live really in a society. Back at it. Oh, guys, I think that's going to do it from us. Sweet, yeah, we nearly did an hour. If we do no, we did. Minutes, we did an hour and three minutes. We did an hour and three minutes. Yeah, but like yeah, we but weren't the... actually going until suppose. I suppose. Yeah, we'll have to decide if we want to like just add on Anton into like the podcast chat. For like a brief spell. Yeah, and then I can leave. Yeah, you can leave it if you want. You and then, yeah, yeah, you can swap them out. Because I feel like that'd be easier to have it all in one place. Okay. Feel free to say no, though. No, I'm... I'm <laughs> no, no. I'm, no, but also check your hand, though. No. How have you already, like, wiped off? He's sweating. I secrete sweat. I secrete sweat. Every time I'm being recorded, I just get really nervous. I don't Why think do you need to include the word yeah. secrete when you say I sweat. Saying I sweat is enough. You don't need to secrete water. It's well, technically... sweat isn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.